This week on the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, AI is taking over the world. We have a Girl Scout cookie bracket and our special guest, Gabriel, from Groundwork Common, the coffee shop. All that and more on the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Busted Knuckle Studio right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'd be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always, but before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. That's right, I'm talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue one, 2016's Honorable Mention Motorcycle Salesman of the Year, the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up for my man on mic number one. It's Mojo! I feel like we need to stand at attention and salute something with this song. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, thanks again for tuning in to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Um, you can go to Facebook and reach us there at Southern Fried Philosophy. You can also go to our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. You can also follow us on the Twitters and the Instagram at SFP Radio. Also, please go to our YouTube.com slash SFP Radio. That was beautiful. Good job. I'm trying to re- remember all my lines. <laughs> hey, you, you mentioned the YouTubes? YouTube's, so yeah. You're doing, you're no, doing it's fantastic. Like, it's like seven weeks straight, I think. Uh, you, you've <laughs> nailed it. Though we've had like four four watches, so it's, it's worth it. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. go. Uh, I'm going to ask you like I ask you every week, Mojo, how you be doing? Uh, I'm doing good, but you know what burns my biscuits, buddy? Come on, bring the heat. Uh, Netflix. The, the, Netflix. Uh, the abyss called Netflix. <laughs> It'll suck you in Dude. like none other. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially right now, you just work is crazy. Mm-hmm. You sit down, and you're like, you know, I'm going to chill and watch one show. One episode. Then, like, just one more. I can squeeze one more just in. Just one more. And then you're like, I, I got to get the girls up at seven. Mm-hmm. I, I can deal with four hours sleep time. <laughs> which one has sucked you in? Are you? Which, which one has not? That's I mean, true. Yeah, I mean, a new, a, new show's come, a new show comes on. It don't matter what lang- if it's a foreign language or mm-hmm. not. I'm watching it. Have you seen this new one? Have you seen the one called The Push? I have not watched that one. All right. So we'll, uh, your homework assignment is to watch that one. I can't do it tonight. I need sleep. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean between now and next week, gotcha. we'll, we'll watch it. We'll talk about it next right. week. See if, but, I, but I really blame this on 24. Oh, yes. Because season one, 24, uh, back in the day, uh, they had a lead up to season two, which my wife and I never watched TV mm-hmm. a lot back then. TV shows because we just didn't have the time to ed- dedicate. Yep. But we were off a weekend, and they were getting ready to debut season two. So mm-hmm. FX, yeah. Fox affiliate, had had a twenty four hour marathon. We stayed up for twenty four hours watching this this stinking <laughs> show. We had we had pizza delivered. We had Chinese <laughs> delivered. I mean, it, it was crazy. Uh, so I blame that show yes. for being the precursor for binge watching yeah we i think our first thing that we binge watched was alias Mm. the the show with uh, jennifer garner Mm -hmm. and we actually bought the dv the seasons like Mm -hmm. it was that you know that That important that important we bought the seasons and watched it that's back kids that's back in the day when you had dvd players i mean i can't imagine what our you know the future is going to have right it wasn't that long ago we were buying dvd seasons and now like all of a sudden oh we'll just you know download it it's all free well it wasn't that long ago when we were buying cassettes you're right so you're right uh yeah think 
technology is rapidly changed, but man, yeah. the binge binge TV, the man, binge it watching. kills me. Golly. It kills me. Yeah. So I was back up this morning at four watching an episode from <laughs> <laughs> something I stopped last night. So it's crazy. But you know, when you don't have much time, you try try to squeeze as much time in. Yeah. But yeah. That that the binge thing, man. Just yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Just one, just one season tonight. I'll, I'll watch one, <laughs> just just one twenty four hour, uh, twenty four episode season this night. I got you. <laughs> I got it. I can wrap it up. I be darn. Um, it, good. I've had a little bit more time, uh, not working, and I, I hope my boss doesn't listen to this. But I, I, I've been able to think a little bit more. I guess things haven't been nearly as busy. But uh, my wife went to the grocery store the other day, and I opened up the uh, the cabinet, and I saw some raisins. And I was like, huh, okay, you know, and started eating raisins. And then I got to thinking about this. A raisin is just a dried grape, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, what other food do we change the entire name based on if it's dried or not? Mm. And so I spent like probably about 15 minutes thinking through this list. And, and the only thing I've got, I've got corn, mm-hmm. and then we dry that out, and it's maize. Um, if we dry out meat, it's jerky. Mm. Um Goji berries are actually just dried wolf berries, mm-hmm. and then plums are just dried prunes, mm-hmm. right? But like, at what at what status do you get where you can just if you dry it, a food do you then become a completely different thing? <laughs> so that was, I, I don't have an that answer for that. Yeah, through my head. And the, but obviously it was for, you're thinking about it for longer than 15 minutes, right? So yeah. yeah. Actually, I don't. I don't have any good answer for that. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean what we don't like if you do tomatoes, it's just sun dried tomatoes. Right. We don't we should just call raisins just Well but dried there's grapes. there's other foods out there such you go you go through McDonald's and order a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. It, it says cheeseburger but it comes out just SOS. Right. So No, I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's so, a good point. Well I'll add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> if you cook a McDonald's hamburger, it's something completely different. Oh yeah. And definitely gotcha. don't look the pictures. Yeah, so they're never the same. So I don't know why that. <laughs> that <can't. laughs> hey, look, I have random toilet room thoughts too. So it, <laughs> that I, was on my brain. Yeah, and I thought I'd ask the chef why in the world do we just because it's anyway. All right. So uh, speaking of wacky, here we go. Ooh, All right, so we talked about the Amazon Echo, 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 Echo uh, last week, and you are absolutely creeped out by it. Well, guess what? Here's some reasons to be more creeped out by it. All of a sudden, users started claiming that the lights have been coming on and then emitting a, quote, evil laugh. Mm. Um, and <laughs> and they, they would say things like, hey, Alexa, um, you know, set, set an alarm for two minutes, and then it would do this creepy laugh. Mm. And then, like, it would ask different things, like, oh, this one This one is one where it's like, lying in bed, about to fall asleep, when Alexa on my Amazon Echo Dot let out a very loud and creepy laugh. There's a good chance that I get murdered tonight. <laughs> uh, so here's here's the sound of this creepy laugh. Just imagine being alone in the house mm-hmm. and then hearing hearing this. <laughs> Here we go again. Ugh. Just no reason. That sounds like 2017 Hillary Clinton political trail laugh. I'm telling you, <laughs> that is creepy. 
I mean, and I asked my Alexa or my Amazon to to do it, mm-hmm. and it it sounded nothing like that. It was like I can laugh, ah 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 ah, or something like. It was like it was t t t. That's what it said. It's like t t. It sounded nothing like that. But I mean, could you imagine late at night? That would be creepy. That would be creepy, especially if you're like that point where you're about to fall asleep. You know, you, yeah. the eyes are getting heavy, and all of a sudden you hear that laugh. And you live in, like, a 110-year-old house. That'll uh, do it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's when the Amazon dot echo goes straight out the window. <laughs> all right, what you got, bud? A uh, suspected Harlow drug dealer lasted 47 days without pooing <laughs> has now been released. No pun intended. What happened to that? So a suspected drug, t- uh, drug dealer who was detained 47 days in custody without pooping has been released from custody. And taken to the hospital for treatment, you think? <laughs> you think? Lamar Chambers, 24, Brixton, London, was arrested on Wednesday, January 17th, after the car he was stopped uh, in uh, Parsonage Lays, wherever that is, mm. and appeared before a court days later after police suspected him he swallowed drugs. Mm. At the hearing and in several other hearings, the court authorized the detention of Mr. Chambers to enable him to pass the drugs um, police thought were inside him. But after 47 days... Is he had still not emptied his bowels? Mm. So, um, yeah. Number one, it, that's a crazy story. But obviously, in England, you're guilty before guilty before mm-hmm. innocent, and yeah. obviously in the states, it's a little different. So, yeah. But forty seven days without taking a a poo. Yeah, that's a record. I look. I well, can barely go twenty four hours. I can't go twenty four hours. That ain't it's a roll of the dice for me. <laughs> it depends on what I have to eat. But yeah, 47 days. I'm surprised Mm-mm. the guy hasn't died yet. So, There's no way. Yeah, oh, no doubt. I barely made it through work today, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're, right down the, you're right down the hall from your bathroom. Right, yeah. yep. It got a hold of me like none other. I don't know where that came from. I ate some, some uh, smart, smart pop popcorn. Uh-huh. Hey, buddy, I just ran right through you. It's probably made, it's probably made with some weird ingredients, mm-hmm. I'm sure. You're right. What else you got? Uh, th- let's see. Yes. Three daycare teachers accused of giving toddlers melatonin-laced gummy bears. So I'm not <laughs> sure if you're familiar with melatonin, but melatonin is an herb that mm-hmm. um, people take to help fall asleep. It's it's a natural herb. It's not like it's a pharmaceutical. But, yeah, three che- teachers were at a suburban Chicago daycare center are accused of giving gummy bears containing mel- melatonin to a uh, class of two-year-olds with authorization from their parents. Mm. Uh, they named the ladies. All the ladies are uh, range from ages of nineteen, twenty five, and thirty two. Well, that explains that. Um, they told they told police they did not think it was an inappropriate action because they were handing out uh, handing out an over the counter sleeping aid. Well, <laughs> so they weren't arrested. They were just accused. Mm-hmm. They admitted it. I, I I don't think they should be arrested. They probably should be given an award. I'm telling you, <laughs> like like daycare teachers of the year. So, good job. I know my five-year-old's on crack. I can't imagine a room full of Could five. Could you imagine oh, a, f- a room full of, of little ones just Oh, by the way, like by nuts. the way, uh, mm-hmm. how, how was my, my daughter, my five-year-old stayed at your house this mm-hmm. weekend? How was yep. that? It was, it was, it was great. Actually, she did very good. I will uh, give her props. She, she, we made cookies. We, <laughs> though, as we, we didn't eat. We didn't know if she was going to eat mm-hmm. before, and she, she ate before we got in the car. Then she said, I'm so full. I don't want to eat one more thing. And then we pulled, we rolled up to a Chick Fil A, and all of a sudden she's starving. 
Like, I, I need chicken nuggets uh, now. There you go. I'm like, okay. There you go. So we figured that would be the case. So we stopped in and got some chicken nuggets. And then she, she was sad we had to go through the drive-thru and not yep. go through the playground. I always, tell her, I always tell her the playground's being cleaned. Yeah, she saw kids <laughs> running around in it. <laughs> I was like, ah. it. That's only for six- and seven-year-olds. I, I have an excuse for everything. But uh, at least she said she was hungry and not said, no, I'll just have a bite of yours because uh-huh. you, know, yeah. you know how that would have gone. Oh, so. yeah. So it, it starts at that young of an age that, that they learn, I'll just have a bite. It could be. Because I'm, I'm, my wife has said if, if she says, I'll have a bite, then that means I'll have half. And then if she says, I'll have some – that means I get a bite. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. how that usually that's usually playing out for us. Yeah. So at least she hasn't mentioned that yet. But that's, <laughs> at least she got at least she got her to eat. So was she, did she keep you up to like three o'clock in the morning? No, she was passed out by nine o'clock. Nice. And mm-hmm. she was she had the cough thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, she was passed out by nine. I'm glad she did all right. But I know I know she's high strung for us. So no, I was, ex- she's I was a expecting. Angel. I wouldn't go that far. She, she was close to a little angel. Okay. All right. How about that? <laughs> don't tell her that. We don't want to give her that. <laughs> <laughs> she won't listen to the podcast. Yeah. So that explains that. All right. So uh, that was Wacky News brought to you by Webmerized. If you want a crisp, crisp, clean new website that you deserve, check out webmerized.com for that. Uh, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to have, check this out, a Girl Scout cookie bracket. So you'll want to pay attention and st- stay tuned for that. And we also have uh, Gabriel from Groundwork common coffee um that's our special guest so we'll be back you're listening to the southern fried philosophy podcast Do you know it takes a customer three seconds to decide whether to stay or leave your website? That's why a crisp, clean, and user-friendly website is one of the best ways to market and help and grow your business. At Webmerized Web Design, we offer that and much more. They pride themselves in offering their clients professional websites at affordable prices. Are you a small business? No problem. We can cater to small businesses by working with their clients every step of the way to meet their needs and expectations. Their number one goal is to partner with their clients to help and grow their business with a successful website. They work for every client, no matter the size. So if you'd like a great website, go to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D.com, or you could check out their link on the sponsors link of our website. If you mention the word Biggin, you'll get 10% off your website design order. Again, webmerize.com. Check them out. All right, so we on the on the line with us, we've got Megan and Daniel Charlton, and Megan is the like the the pack leader. I don't know what you call it, but like the the pack leader of the Girl Scout troop um, <laughs> that gets all the cookies. The Cookie yeah. Mom <laughs> is that, is that the official title of a Cookie Mom? Yes. Could could we change that to Cookie Momster? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> So tell us kind of what your job is on the on the Girl Scout Cookie Mom. What's what's the resume that you you have to have, or 
What's your job entitled? Well, you have to be a Girl Scout volunteer. Okay. Um, background check, all that other stuff. I'm a leader in addition to it, so I have to uh, lead the girls when we have meetings. Um, I have to go through training, which is about three, four hours of sitting in <laughs> front of a computer and watching videos and taking quizzes to Ugh. learn all about cookie season. <laughs> requirements are for cookie season and how all the programs work and the rules and um, etiquette Mm. of how cookies and how to work the money. Wow. That's, that's that's before cookie season starts. (laughs) Um, Like you can only have so many adults. You only want two adults and two girls out there at a booth at a booth. And they uh, they also do surprise inspections, which we don't really know about. What? But uh, they get a little sneaky, and they have somebody come through and actually monitor you guys and check up on that. So what happens if you, you don't pass inspection? Do they, do they shut the whole thing down? We got a um, an email last year because we apparently had too many adults and too many girls at a booth. <laughs> Yo. And we got in trouble for that. Wow. And they said, if you are, um, we're going to come back and check on you. And if you're not in compliant, uh, compliance with the rules, you'll be banned from selling cookies at Cookie Booths from here on. What? Obviously, that person was not picked first in any sports in no. school. <laughs> wow. Was, was the job for, like, health inspector already taken or, you know, Hall monitor taken, or what about the, the person that puts like Inspector Forty Two in your pants pockets? Mm. Maybe that person. What part of your that, life? That seems like a lot. Oh, but but we got to admit though, it's it's all about the cookie, right? I mean, yeah. See, I would I would equate you and probably your I'd equate you as a Pablo Escobar <laughs> of Girl Scout cookie <laughs> dealers out there, and I, and I will say dealer. Uh-huh. Um, Maybe I would maybe say uh, your daughter is like the Tony Montana. Mm. Um, I mean, because she looks like she would put me out of my misery if I didn't buy a box. So, <laughs> but he, but the he problem is she would look at like you with those with those eyes, and then yeah. that's how she gets you. Can she maybe use the line when people walk up, say hello to my little friends? <laughs> <laughs> And and I also got to give props to the dad. I mean, dad, you uh, can I give away your secret for how you got the cookies from the cookie distribution to your house? Totally, totally. So well, I, I I'd explain if this a little bit easier. Sure. So uh, I took off work um, last year and this year. It was our second year doing this. And this year we rented a budget rented truck, big old twelve footer type thing, which was basically the cheapest we could find mm. and loaded 300 cases of cookies. Now there are 12 boxes per case. So if somebody wow. wants to do the math, I don't know what that is. I have no idea. And I'm not going to attempt that, but that's a lot. That that's is, a lot. That is a lot. And then you have to so that's 3, uh, 600. So that's 3,600 boxes of cookies. Wow. We That's, went up to the Antivator Stadium, and they just have a straight-up assembly line. They, You pull it up, and they've got people there grabbing them two, four boxes at a time and just throwing them in there, and then you count them. 
Wow. That's a lot of diabetes in the Cabarrus <laughs> County area. I'm just going to let you know. Thank you. <laughs> and that was just our troop. And we were one of the, I say medium-sized troops. Wow. Um, there were some troops that they had them already on the pallet, saran-wrapped, that you basically had to, you had to get the forklift out and to load them in a truck. Wow. Already measured out. I was like, that's pretty hardcore. What's been like your craziest cookie story to date? It's a great question. I mean, we've had it all. We've had um, booths out in front of Walmart where you have the people of Walmart showing up. <laughs> um, it, it's lovely seeing the the variety of different people coming up to. Sure. I mean, taking the the sugar um, for a variety of different reasons. You know. Um, some of them are not all with it, and some of them sure. just want more to eat. <laughs> the um, I mean, we've had cookie booths where, or days of selling cookies where we've had to go back to the cookie cupboard. That's the place where they call where you get extra cookies mm-hmm. from. Um. So if you're at a booth and you're selling cookies and you run out of cookies or you're getting close to running out, you have to make arrangements to go to a cookie cupboard and pick up more cookies. Wow. Last year, we underestimated how many boxes we were going to need for some of our cookie booths. And I had to go three times in one day to pick up more boxes of cookies to sell. Yo, that's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, a lot of cookies. Um. (laughs) great stories we've had people that have walked up and and this year we had a guy hand us a $20 bill and said next five kids that walk out that door I want you to hand them a box of cookies Mm, that's a cool story and let them enjoy those cookies and it was great to be able to be a blessing to those people as they came out the door Mm, um I like that one other than then trying to organize trying to organize the booths we didn't really talk about how you get a booth because it's straight up competition. You would think that you know oh, yeah. we'd be all nice and friendly and support the other troop. Uh uh-uh, uh, no sirree. Wow. There are locations that the Girl Scout <laughs> troop um, organization has already talked to those business owners, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, we could set up a booth at this time." Well, obviously, there's a whole lot more traffic at say a Walmart. Mm-hmm. or Lowe's Hardware, Lowe's Food, mm-hmm. than there would be at a Family Dollar or next to the QT in right. Harrisburg. Yeah. Well, all that just kind of comes up round robin, and it's a first-come, first-serve hmm. type. I've stayed up till midnight just to sign up for a booth. Because you can God. sign up one booth each Saturday for like two to three weeks in a row, and then one booth on Wednesdays. And if you don't hit it right at 9 o'clock when it opens in the morning, and some of them open up at midnight and you have to stay up late to get, you know, the prime spots. Um, so I've stayed up real late or gotten up really early and had um, meetings trying to be the fastest person to click that spot mm-hmm. just to get a good spot. And um, this year we had some, some really excellent locations, and then we had some real duds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, set up and tear down for a booth, you've got to be able to do that in a matter of minutes. Sure. Yeah, it's like a speed competition <laughs> to, get oh, it it, is. to get it up and going. Good gracious. It is. 
Pepper, pepper, soon, yeah, pepper spray and brass people knuckles. coming up, well, can I buy this? Can I buy this? I'm like, dude, I'm still trying to get the food on my <laughs> truck. <laughs> there, yeah. there, can you like two minutes? No, wow. you got to go. I mean, there, so, there, and then there was a few times where they called dad and it's like, hey, man, we need a volunteer. <laughs> Congratulations, you, you get to go. And you have to have two background-checked adult-trained people at each booth. <laughs> Between two and four girls. Yeah. So if you have two girls and the cookie-trained adult, but you don't have an additional adult, you can't have that booth. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the, pol- so, the politics going on. Yeah, it, it's crazy. a logistical nightmare, to, um, <laughs> to say the least. And, and top of all this, you know, once we, as a troop, buy cookies from the Girl Scouts total, we are stuck with those cookies. Mm-hmm. So there is no giving back. There's so you're financially responsible whether you sell them or if you don't sell them. That's on you. Well, and so, so we're trying to coordinate all of these logistics, trying to hit a moving target. Sure. And then on top of all this, um, we only the individual troop only gets fifty cents per fifty-five box. cents per box. Fifty-five cents. Wow. Per Lord. box. That ain't nothing. That's robbery. Then if you sell so many and you average what two hundred per girl? Two hundred boxes per girl average. Mm-hmm. Then it up sixty five cents. Ooh. You know it'd be a lot more cost effective if you just go buy some uh, uh <laughs> right. Pillsbury yeah. Doughboy well, cookie in a bag and just yeah, cook those. A little elfin magic will it will go a long way. Yeah. So what is your right? <laughs> what's your favorite uh I know you guys are, are trying to stay away because if it was me and I had 3,600 boxes in my garage. I would probably cookie. eat them myself, yeah, no doubt. But what is your favorite cookie? Mine is the tag-along, mm. which is the chocolate-covered peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Throw those in the freezer or in the fridge and just pop them. Hey, oh, buddy. Hey, amazing. Buddy. Megan, which one's yours? Uh, if I wasn't allergic to every single one of them, um, <laughs> no. I would say, this. hey, I'm the perfect person to have them in my garage because yeah. I really enjoy eat them. So, so um, which one's yours? Yeah. The tree foils, the uh, gotcha. shortbread cookies. All right, so we are going. So having you on here, one is um, that's a lot of work. I had no idea all of the the work and the logistics that had to go go through with all those cookies. And you guys are all sold out, right? You are all done. There's no more left for you all. Um, I do have a case of dosidos and um, nineteen s'mores Ooh. sitting in my garage, waiting to get rid of. Okay. Well, you can bring them but. to church, and we will uh, we'll, we'll get rid of those for you. <laughs> but we – Well, I mean, I'm telling you, I cannot wait. Here's some alternative locations mm-hmm. besides Walmart. I'm telling you, if they ever make weed, that the marijuana is legal uh, in North Carolina, that'd the be – Weeds and the sugars. That'd be – that, Yeah. That'd be – That'd be great. It would sell a lot. I, I think so. I'm not going to – You hear about the girl? There was a girl that opened her own booth outside of one of those – shops um mm. somewhere out west colorado and she completely sold out within an hour oh, I bet. I perfect bet. like like 300 boxes in an hour type thing it was ridiculous <laughs> crazy we're gonna make our own cookies and do that i wonder what a stoner's number one cookie would be mm, i don't know um <laughs> but we're gonna do a a bracket of the girl girl scout cookies so um do you guys want to play along with us and you could be a tiebreakers yeah, that works. All right. So we have given the first round uh, cookies a buy for the first for the first round. So the, the number one round cookies are Thin Mints. That's the first uh, first seed. A, the, um, the second runner-up is the Tagalong. 
the third is the Samoas, and then the fourth is the Trefolds. So they get the first round by, and then so the first round uh, out of our West Division is going to be the chocolate chip shortbread versus the Dolce de Leche. Mojo, which one would you pick? Probably Dolce. Yeah, I'm going to go with the D. Um, so we got that. Do you guys agree or disagree with that one? I've never heard of those brands, but yeah. There's other baker. That's the other baker. That's mm-hmm. right. That's another fun logistics. There are uh, two bakers. Oh, okay. So we get people coming up. It's like, well, do you have this? Do you have that? We're like, never heard of it. Okay. All right. Well, Not all girls traded equal. There you go. <laughs> so you would think. Um, all right. So out of our East Division, we've got the Thanks a Lot or the Savannah Smiles. Uh, Savannah Smiles. Savannah. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Savannah Smiles on that one. All right. Out of our South Division, we've got Lemonades versus Thank You Very Much. Oh, definitely lemonades. Uh, I couldn't stand a berry cookie, personally. Yeah. You guys, any thoughts on that one? Lemonades. Lemonades. Lemonades will win. All right. And then mm-hmm. out of our North Division, we've got Dosey Dose versus the Cranberry Citrus Crisp. Ugh. That sounds disgusting. Oh. The Dosey Dose. Oh, Dose. <laughs> yeah. All right. That reminds me of those cranberry rose mint cracker or rosemary crackers <laughs> yes. from Trader Joe's. They're so gross. All right. So going into our second round out of the West Division, we've got the Dolce de Leche against the Thin Mint. Which one are we going with? Thin Mint. Mm-hmm. Thin Mint. Thin Mint. Definitely Thin Mint. All right. And then out of our East Division, we've got the Savannah Smile versus the Tagalong. Tagalong. Tagalong is the peanut butter one, the right? The peanut butter yeah, one. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Yep, I'll agree with you on that one. Um, we've got Lemonades versus the Samoas. Samoa. Samoa. I'll go with you on that one. Any any yep. argument? Nope. All right, and then we've got the Dosey Dough. This is probably going to be the, the most tricky. The Dosey Dough versus the Trefoles. The Dosey Dough is which one now? It's the, the peanut butter sandwich. Uh, mm-hmm. And the trifles are just the shortbread. Just right? the shortbread. Yeah, you gotta sure. go with the you gotta go with the first one. With the the dosi dough. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys argue on that one? I gotta go dosi dough with that one. You gotta get the flavor while you're going. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're we've, gonna, gonna go big. We've got our first upset right there. All right, so the dosi dough upsets the trayful, the number one seed. Now here we go. This is where it's going to get difficult. The thin mint over the dosi dough. Thin mint. Thin mint. Thin mint. I, I'm going to go with the thin mint on that one. All right. So number one seed goes there. The Tagalong versus the Samoa. Mm. Tag. Tag. Samoa. Oh. Oh. This is where it's going to get difficult. I, I like the Samoas. Oh, man. <sighs> mm. That's a two-two. How, how do we write but, that time? But but, I, but I'm gonna have to. I'm, I am gonna have to go for the tag along. So I'm gonna override that one. The tag along oh, will take look that. At that. And then so for for the final final round, the thin mint versus the tag along. Thin mint. I can I can eat my weight in thin mint. So. <laughs> Charlton, which one? Ah, oh, I gotta go tag. I mean, if I said this my favorite, I gotta go with some tag. Oh, Megan. Thin mints. Thin Mints to win. Biggin is going to go for the Thin Mints. We've got a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So, uh, actually, what is y'all's number one seller? Thin Mints followed very closely by Samoas. Wow. How about it? Now, how about nationally? Same thing nationally or just in this region? Same thing nationally. Hmm. Cabarrus County is actually almost a tie. If we have a Cabarrus County 
um, cookie booth, it's almost a dead tie for Thin Mints versus Samoas. Wow. Mm. If you go to Charlotte, um, it is Thin Mints all the way. Yeah. If you go to Asheville, they just like twigs and berries. <laughs> I think the key <laughs> to the Thin Mints is because there's thin in the name, they, it makes you feel like you're you're not going to gain weight from them. <laughs> no doubt. Now, what if you took like a tag along and sandwiched it in between two oh, Thin no. Mints? Oh, no. I'm just... You're uh, just I did for a Girl Scout cookie um, dessert mm-hmm. where you take a whole bunch of different Girl Scout cookies and put them together in some sort of a delicious-looking creation. Mm. Nice. That sounds fantastic. Just, I couldn't do the cranberry or berry ones. Uh-uh. Yeah, that, no. Take, throw no. The best way to eat one of those cookies, just throw it straight throw in the trash. trash. <laughs> or on the fire. <laughs> exactly. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and, and for joining, and th- thanks for the dog. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. We don't have well, a dog. <laughs> there all right well thanks thanks for uh, coming on the show and thanks for helping us through the uh, bracket absolutely thanks guys all right thanks see you later bye bye all right we're gonna take a break and when we come back we're gonna have our special guest gabriel from ground works common coffee shop so we'll be back you're listening to the southern fried philosophy podcast Hey guys, it's me, Bigging. Summer is made for grilling and chilling, and you too can be the baddest mother smoker on the block using our favorite award-winning smoking sauce. Bad Mother Smokers is perfect match for that favorite meat, veggies, or even that secret ingredient in a pot of chili. Check out badmothersmokers.com to place your order, and if you want to be a barbecue pit master like Mojo, enter the promo code MOJO for 10% off your order. Visit badmothersmokers.com or the sponsor section of our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. All right, we are back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. And with us this week, we have special guest Gabriel from Ground. Groundworks Common, is that correct? Groundwork Common. Groundwork Common. And um, tell us a little bit about Groundwork Common and what you guys do. Well, we are a specialty coffee shop, and uh, we're trying to serve the need in the community of bringing good quality specialty coffee coffee mm-hmm. and pastries. Uh, they're house-made. Our syrups are house-made, keeping everything local and fresh. Nice. Um, so what, what makes you guys different than if you were to go to the... I don't want to say the word, but the the Bucky place or the Starburnt. The, <laughs> there you go. Ten bucks. Uh, well, well, one of the 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 main things um, I guess you could point to is that again we're we're local, we're fresh, um, and so we're not bringing our stuff in on a truck. Uh, <laughs> Step one, right? right? <laughs> uh, another thing is that our espresso machines and uh, the process of making coffee is all manual, uh, as opposed to uh, our bigger chains are using automated machines, mm-hmm. so the skills of the barista are uh, are imperative, whereas, you know, the, the, the bigger chain suppliers, they mm-hmm. are, uh, it's all on the machine. You push a button and go, and, yeah. that, and that'll take care of it. Yeah. You guys yeah. are actually doing it manually. Yes, we have to be skilled at it for it to be good. Very cool. Awesome. Um, well, it, one of the things I noticed just going to your website, it, it was something's different about you guys. You said you wanted to give back to the community. What are some ways that you guys are doing that? Uh, well, we, we, we've got so many uh, directions we want to go in. Uh, <laughs> it, it, now, we have a space um, that's, that's uh, uh, beside our coffee shop. 
that we're going to use in some ways that we can. Uh, already it's kind of becoming a community center in that yes. people are wanting to use it for business meetings, um, you know, mm-hmm. for doing yoga and, and, and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, we also want to use it for some youth programs uh, to try to get the youth involved um, in some way or another to uh, give them a healthy space uh, that maybe they can do. We're, go- we're going to do music programs, oh, nice. uh, uh, do some open mic nights, um, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to uh, uh, open that up also for Bible studies and uh, church ministry, you know, programs like that also. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a big variety of stuff. That's awesome. You guys are going to be constantly busy, right? Yeah, it's going to be busy. It's going to be busy. <laughs> now, do you guys are you guys affiliated with a, a church? I thought, I thought I saw it was connected to, uh, yeah, to a church well, ministry. Well, we've always been a part uh, of church ministry, so um, of course we're we're not affiliated with the local church. Okay, um, so, but we 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 are a part of ministry. We've been in full time ministry for a while now, so we do plan to um, to do some things in ministry and plant a ministry as we go. Yes. Nice. Yep. Very cool. Um, so about your coffee, like I hear like a lot of the time, it's oh, it's about these beans, and they're they're throw around words like organic and fair trade and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Is that kind of where where you guys are coming in at, or like what makes your beans different, or okay, or is it just the, the the manual process of it all? Well, um, as far as the beans go. Uh, our roasters would be more qualified to talk about that process. <laughs> gotcha. However, uh, we do use Pure Intentions. They are a local to Charlotte roaster. Okay. Now, they are certified organic uh, roasters. And uh, to my knowledge, I think they are the only ones around us. And, and if that's not still accurate, they are one of the very few uh, roasters in the area that are certified organic, which uh, to my understanding means they've just gone through some 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 uh, pretty intense um, qualifications mm. or qualifying uh, hoops and so on and so forth, uh, but everything is uh, organic for the most part, mm-hmm. um, and and everything has been processed according to the organic standards, you know. Okay. And so they have to take extra measures gotcha. uh, for all of that. Yeah. Very cool. I did uh, visit the shop last week, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, I'm not the coffee connoisseur. Like I'll go. Like we get our coffee from from Trader Joe, so like we're not like yeah. you know a, a snooty the snooty kind. But honestly, you guys had a really good cup of coffee. Thank you. It was legit. Thank you. You said you're not snooty. I'm not snooty on my coffee. Trader Joe's is like a step above Folgers or Maxwell House, <laughs> right? <laughs> or chock full of. Dust. I mean, it's it's not I'm like, I'm not like the guy that's got to go to the star burnt yeah. place, you know. Like it's not I'm not like getting gotcha. the, okay. the high end stuff. All right, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. All right, so what what birthed this idea? Because yeah. obviously, you, it's just kind of a coffee shop slash ministry. So, what kind of birthed this idea? Uh, well, okay, so we, we came to a new area. We moved to a new area. Um, Where are you from? We, well, we were from Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta, Ooh, Georgia. Hot Atlanta. Yeah. I lived in Buckhead for a while. Well, I'm sorry well, about that. Well, we were not as affluent <laughs> to live in uh, uh, Buckhead. Oh, I wasn't but, either. I, li- I, lived, I lived right down the road from uh, Johnny Rockets and right next to the sex shack. So. <laughs> the what? Never mind. It was a condom store. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just we'll glance over that. Yeah. 
but uh, we we were in transition. Uh, we were we were, we knew we were going to move and uh, to a new location, and so um, Charlotte kind of came up on the radar. My wife got a job uh, in North Carolina in the school systems, and so nice. we started coming over here and visiting, and fell in love with Charlotte. In my opinion, um, we have traveled. Um, I have traveled most of my life when my parents were were um, full time in ministry traveling, and so all through my childhood and, and so on. Um, and it's the friendliest area I have ever seen or wow. experienced, in my opinion, uh, from East Coast to West Coast. So uh, we fell in love with it. We fell mm-hmm. in love with this area. We fell in love with Concord. Um, the more we came around Concord. Now, as far as the co- coffee shop, uh, we we are. Uh, fanatics, or or maybe there's a better word or term, but um, we love the coffee shop culture. Hmm. So uh, the coffee shop culture, to me, it's kind of a, another version of the golf course in that hmm. y- a lot of a lot of collaboration takes place in the coffee shop. A lot of um, uh, business deals, if you yeah. will, take place. But <laughs> for us, the coffee shop is a um, it's kind of a, a leveling place where everybody's on the same hmm. level everybody's in the same you you don't know what the person beside you uh makes you know annually you don't you don't care mm-hmm. um and someone beside you may be educated or not educated it doesn't really matter and and so everybody kind of is in the same room um has the same goals you have you have uh wealthy people but they're 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 working on their computers trying to finish uh, an assignment with school just mm-hmm. like the high school student is and yeah. so it's a it's a connect point um and and so that's what we love about the coffee shop culture and of course coffee comes into that but mm-hmm. i would say even more bef- before even just like in coffee we we just love what a coffee shop represents hmm. that's really cool i never thought about it as being like a, a leveling spot but that's a good it's a good point i didn't think about that well, I mean, it's an, afford- it's an affordable luxury that mm-hmm. everyone can afford. Right. Yeah. So it's not like, uh, you know, the, the high-end super ultra lounge where you get the bottle service, you know, for, for liquor and stuff like that. So a coffee shop, that makes sense. I, I mean, I've never okay. thought of it that way, but it, it, perfect. So, Successful to all. So should I bring my golf clubs in next time I come ah. in? Is that- <laughs> you can. I don't know. I don't know how their fairway works, but. Oh, well, I would. Just put around. And, and I would throw this in, too. Uh, with the coffee shop. Culture. There's very few places. I guess the library would be one, but there's very few is places. There, is there still a library? There, I, I, that's the deal. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you, it's, there's very few places where you're gonna you're going to go and have the opportunity to stay for a while mm-hmm. and and it be in a public place, uh, feel somewhat safe and mm-hmm. uh, and be able to enjoy a drink, um, uh, a pastry. Uh, some places even offer sandwiches and so on. So. Very cool. Yeah, I'm just still trying to. I'm trying to get out of you. Why? Why a coffee shop? Besides the culture, I mean, how do? You, where's the? Where I guess where does the ministry part weave into it? Mm-hmm. Because um, we're starting to see very creative ministries, and I like this idea because, yeah. like I said, the accessibility. Obviously, you're not. I don't. I haven't been in yet, which. I, I'm ashamed, but I haven't been ashamed a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll make that. I'll change that quickly. But um, how do you how do you interweave the ministry into it? Because obviously, I don't think you're probably placing a King James version Bible on every on every uh, table that you have, or giving out little pamphlets with every coffee, are you? So how, how do you weave in the ministry? Awesome. 
<laughs> no, no, that's, that's, that's very effective too. You know? I, I'll donate the the Bibles. That's the King James. We'll get, we can call the Gideons. Oh yeah, so, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, uh, no, 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 and the and the and the coffee shop uh, is not obviously limited to or exclusive for um, uh, Christians or mm-hmm. or church goers. Yeah. by no means. Um, because I, I would say a, a large growing uh, portion of, of coffee drinkers uh, are, are unchurched, mm-hmm. and and so uh, that's not a that's not a priority. Or I say priority. Yeah. That's not a, um, a requirement for us. But uh, it does serve as um, for us. It serves as a means to connect with mm-hmm. people that we don't know. So, for example, we we. We moved here and didn't know anyone in this community. Now you know uh, everybody. Now we know everybody. Um, <laughs> and so it's not really a trick because, uh, personally, I don't want to be in the coffee shop every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that. I'm I'm not going to take advantage of people coming in and, and as far as that sense. But um, but it does help for us to get to know the community. The community gets to know us. Uh, we get to grow with the community. Uh, and and so as we go, we we learn to trust the community. The community learns to trust mm-hmm. us, and then we find the need. Um, as we're there, we, you know, each day we talk to to new leaders, if you will, even uh, and those that are just in need mm-hmm. uh, in the community, and we find out, hey, what what's needed? Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe maybe we need some youth programs, as I've already mentioned. Uh, maybe we need something for. Um, single moms. Maybe we need something for, you know, and, and, and the list goes on. Yeah. And so then we, then we say, okay, this is what we're getting. This is the feedback we're, we're getting. Uh, the coffee shop does serve sometimes, um, as a meeting spot. Again, if, if, if someone wants to do Bible studies, Mm -hmm. they can, uh, again, if somebody's opposed to Bible studies, well, they they can still come and drink coffee, Mm -hmm. but, um, it does serve sometimes as the actual place, meeting place or connect point. Um, but I think overall for us, it's just it's a way we can get into the community and serve the community, and and again build the trust, build the confidence, and the need. I, I personally feel for any ministry um, that it's it's important to focus on a need or filling a need just to build another church or just to yeah. start another mm-hmm. ministry yeah. is silly to me if yep. there's not a real good reason for it. Yeah, I agree with that. And so. So that's kind of our now on on top of all that I don't want to uh to to get away from the fact that we do love coffee. Yeah. And so um I do want to have a coffee shop if mm-hmm. for no other reason because it's you know it's <laughs> good like coffee. coffee. Yeah. And so we have um we have not compromised on the kind of coffee. Um we 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 pay extra to have mm-hmm. good good quality coffee. Um we we have not compromised on our uh, equipment and things like that. So so that we can produce uh, the best possible specialty coffee that we can for this area. And so if somebody just likes really good coffee, mm-hmm. uh, the need was here just for a coffee oh, shop. Sure. Yeah. So aside from ministry, just just having a coffee shop was very, very needed, you know? So you're a coffee shop with a ministry problem. <laughs> there you go. There the you other go. thing that I'll point out is uh, when I went in, I was a stranger. Even when I walked mm-hmm. in, and but when I left, I felt like, hey, they remember my name or yeah. they'll, they'll know my name, and it was a really friendly atmosphere too. So, well, you, that was, well that was step cool. one, coffee shop uh, culture is to make sure when the person gives you their name, like Mark, make sure you misspell it the most impossible way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does Mark have a Y in it? I don't know. Yeah. Understand. This is Karen. <laughs> I told him Mark. How did they spell Karen? That's good. <laughs> but no, it was. 
was like when I left, uh, the, he didn't even write it on the on the thing. He just said bye, JT, and yeah. you know, just took off. So no, it was it was really cool. We we feel like we know most of the community right now, and it's funny. In our first week, we were referring to people as regulars. And some thought that was funny, but we have people that come twice a day. Some people come three times a day. Wow. So um, almost everyone, it seems yeah. like, that comes in is a regular already. So Very cool. And how long have you guys been open? Uh, we're going. Well, I guess we're finishing our fourth week. Okay. So of just yeah. our, again, our little soft opening phase. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we're finishing about four weeks. Wow. Very cool. Do you have that, that deep and look thought or you're falling asleep? Deep, I can't deep, remember no, which I'm one. Not, I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> deep thoughts. Um <laughs> The uh, the coffee now, uh, I'm a just a regular coffee drinker. Right. So right. what what type of beans do you use for that? Because you know there's Sumatra, <laughs> Nicaraguan, <laughs> K- Kona, uh, Kenya. I, no I mean, there's, do you have like a specific one? Do you have a rotating list? We or? we do we we do and will have uh, somewhat of a rotating list. For the last four weeks, we've kind of stayed with the same uh, because the coffees we have are uh, fit this community. Uh, everyone has has liked what we have, so we have. Uh, we're sticking with two uh, what we call drip or batch brew coffees, and that's a Colombia and a Honduras. Um, they're both a medium roast. Um, Colombia might be a little lighter. The Honduras may be a little darker. Uh, and then for our espresso, we're using uh, what, what Pure Intentions calls black cat, but it's about 60% Brazilian. Hey, Go ahead. I was just saying, hey, buddy. That yeah, sounds yeah. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's like a Ron Burgundy coffee. Or a firework. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh, Brazilian and Guatemala mix, sixty uh, percent Brazilian, forty percent, and on the other, and so um, that's we've stuck with those three right now, and those have worked well. As a matter of fact, I we will break out some new things. I mean, because that's just what you do. Mm. But right now, if it you ain't know, broke, don't fix. That's it. right. The the community loves, and and every I would say every community uh, has its own. Um, flavor for coffee or taste for coffee and this one definitely loves what we've got right now i can tell you i owned a coffee shop um in 2000 you've owned every possible thing (laughs) it was part of of our growth plan so (laughs) i owned a ice cream coffee shop is what i Uh owned and i can tell you it takes a lot of cup of cups of coffee to to sell a day to you know you don't send to Mm -hmm. to pay that bill so my hat's off to you for serving that not only does it take a lot of coffee but I think per per capita, opening a coffee shop is more expensive than opening an average restaurant with a hood bin. So seriously, what, yeah, because wow. like the the cappuccino machines, mm-hmm. espresso machines. I mean, those those makers are yeah. pricey. Mm-hmm. I mean, we paid I think ten thousand for ours. What? So I, I don't know. I'm not asking your cost on yours, but I, that so yeah. that's a huge gamble. That's a roll of the dice for mm-hmm. these guys. So you better I, like some cappuccino. Yeah, I mean, so the, I don't want your initial capital investment, but that's a lot yeah. of cups of coffee, and, yeah. and for you to already have a lot of regulars, that's that's, fantastic. that's yeah, that's great. So I mean, just the, I, I love small business entrepreneurs. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm one myself, so I just I dig people that take that that gamble on themselves. Mm-hmm. So my hats off to you. Yeah, thank you. So, are you opposed to us parking and selling? Motorbikes, bicycles in in the parking lot. <laughs> motorcycles, <laughs> motorcycles. Well, I, I, I tell you what, I can bring I can bring a probably a large swath of uh, deadbeat guys up there to, to to get a cup of coffee. I'm sure. <laughs> there so. you go. You can ride yeah. ride over to get some coffee. Yeah, yeah. And there you go. Yeah, it's been done before. It's been done before. So yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, the other thing that probably more important that I would I would say you've got the coffee, but then. Then walk us through these pastries because my wife, 
uh, got a pastry, and she was like, this thing is incredible. I didn't get a bite because she ate it by the time she left the store to the house. So tell us about the pastries that you guys are are selling. Well, uh, uh, right now my wife, Danielle, is making the pastries. Uh, we're sticking to uh, cinnamon rolls, mm-hmm. which they have, uh, of course, an, an icing on them, and blueberries. That's kind of our, mm-hmm. our standard right now. And so she's she has uh, done a few different varieties of the blue, blueberries. Um, or let me let me take that back. Mm-hmm. She's done a few varieties of the cinnamon rolls, mm-hmm. and so that's that's changed up a little bit. But consistently, if you come in, you'll find uh, a cinnamon roll with the icing on it and some blueberries. We're also doing a um, what we call, I guess, a, a little deeper south praline cakes around mm. uh, around oh, here. Praline. I'm, I'm hearing praline around here, uh, <laughs> but it's it's a cookie butter buttercream icing mm. on a praline mm. uh, or praline cake. With uh, with some pecans on it or pecans. Which, you know. Speaking of pralines, <laughs> praline bacon. I'll have to make you some of that next time you come to the house. All right, so that concludes our episode. <laughs> We're going to go. What's at the shop right now? Is it cinnamon roll or it's the cinnamon rolls and the cookie butter right. buttercream? So that, that wraps yeah, up the show. We're out of here. We're, we're going gonna... to take the show remote. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. Uh, no, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. I, I think she got the cinnamon roll and she's oh, she, was, she was stoked about that. So they're amazing. Maybe I'll maybe uh, when we, we swing by, I'll pick one up as well. Yeah, yeah. do it. Do yeah. it. What time y'all open up? Six a.m. Perfect. Whoa. Perfect. Yeah. Good gracious. It's long hours, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, well I'm get, out. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do that. <laughs> well, you can. Uh-uh. You just live right down the road. Well, I mean, it's actually a drive for me. Well, I know, but like getting up at six in the morning, I'm, I'm not. That's good. It's like Mm-mm. the perfect time, man. Mm-mm. Yeah, oh yeah. No, oh yeah. No, I'm usually waking up. I have to work at eight thirty, and I work from home. They open at six. What time does you have to get there to get the place opened up? Yeah. Well, if we if we do our job right the night before, uh, we can get there about five thirty and oh. be okay. Good gracious! Mm. Mm. No time, time to make the biscuits. I'm I'm literally 15 minutes from when I have to start work from when I wake up. So I just you know put on some pants and head downstairs. That's about. Why it. even put on pants? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to let the dog out too, so uh, that gets okay. a little that gets a little well, awkward. Yeah, I got you with your neighbors. Ne- neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, very cool. <laughs> um, Man, I'm I'm stoked. I really, yeah, really yeah. excited for you guys. Thank you. You guys have got a, a fantastic product in the coffee. Can't wait to try these these uh, these pastries. Yeah. And um, what's what? What are I guess your besides the pastries? What are your like specialty drinks? Because every coffee oh, house yeah. kind of has their specialty drink or drinks. So, oh well, okay. So being in the soft opening phase, uh, we still have not. Uh, I guess expressed everything we want to uh, bring out. No pun intended. Uh, yeah, there you go. And oh, I, I wanted to throw that in there. Well and uh, so we do have a lot Tay of uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, of syrups. Okay, uh, we have uh, we do make our syrups in house though, or syrups. If I'm mm-hmm. okay, there you go. Get uh, it right. Yeah, yeah. So we have a lot of th- those are made in house. So right now, mm. and I'll give you an example. We're keeping a vanilla um, a uh, caramel or caramel, I'm hearing yep. also. They're both, yeah. Mocha. And those are our three staples that you'll find most any day, and, and they're absolutely amazing. Um, those are made by uh, Evan. Evan is one of our baristas, and, and he makes all of the syrups. And um, But then he throws in things like the maple butter syrup. Mm. It's amazing. So you, you get a, a maple butter latte with a little bit of honey in it. Um, 
That's amazing. Um, and so we're kind of sticking to a simple process right now, not going uh, real crazy or extravagant with it. Now, we we also do some loose leaf teas. and um, Who are those by? I'm just curious. Charleston Tea Plantation. Okay. And um, there's a there's a neat story behind that. So uh, so we get our loose leaf teas from them. Uh, that's about the most local we can get with the loose leaf. There is nobody else around that mm. actually um, uh, produces tea leaves in America that we know of right now, other no, than Charleston yeah. Tea Plantation. Everything else is imported mm. besides herbal teas. So um, so that's why we went with them and their their um their tea's good it's great and and we do some some things with that so you can make versions of uh a london fog uh or a, a chai tea latte or a dirty chai things like that um and those are just versions of tea milk and maybe sometimes some espresso and uh and we've just worked on those tweaked those a little bit add a little honey here and there and vanilla and mm-hmm. our honey's local too we got we, we got local honey so it's 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 amazing. Sounds on point. On a, on a simple, on a simple uh, basis. Wow. Nice. Well, it's well thought out. I mean, I mean, I, the the local thing is where it's at right now. Yeah. That's how you set yourself apart from the Krispy Kreme and the uh, uh, Dumpy Donuts and Starburns. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, just honestly, yeah. I mean, you got to you got to find your own niche and stay in it. So yeah, that's that's no that's awesome. So I, I and and if I can add this, uh, sure. Charlotte is. Uh, there's a there's a term we see a lot around here. It's hyper local. Uh, Charlotte mm-hmm. is one of the most hyper local environments mm-hmm. as a metro uh, that I've seen most anywhere. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you picked a, a great spot to to start. So <clears throat> actually, I was, actually, I'm, I'm kind of mad because I was actually wanted that spot. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh no, the barbecue joint. Yeah, <sighs> but it's all right though. What if we put use the other side as the barbecue joint? <sighs> Last thing I need to do right now is have a restaurant. <laughs> but you mentioned coming to Concord and just falling in love with it. Was there anything in particular that you were like, "Man, this is this feels like home," or is it just like the people? Or it, uh, the people uh, was the first thing mm. I, I would say. Again, there was um, a sincerity in um, in the relationships that we mm. and we didn't even try. They they yeah. came to us. You know, uh, when we first came through and visited, I I love. Eating out, and mm-hmm. we eat out at every different restaurant we can find, sure. local restaurants. Um, and so, as we went from Ballantyne to Huntersville to Gastonia, uh, you know, obviously over here to Concord, uh, every restaurant we ate at, the people were the most friendly mm-hmm. I had ever yeah. met and sincere. Uh, you could tell it was not just a nice Southern hospitality, mm-hmm. uh, it was sincere. A lot of them were young, a lot of them were just millennials. Uh, but they they're friendly and sincere and uh, really seem concerned uh, with having a conversation and building a relationship. And so within just a few weeks, months, um, it, it felt like we knew the entire mm-hmm. metro of, of Charlotte. And even right now, I'm people are coming in our shop now that we actually met six months or a year ago oh, wow. that we've not even seen. In, in all of this time in between, wow. and they're walking in our shop, and they remember us by name. We remember them by name, and we just—they were a waiter or server at a restaurant six months or a year ago. Wow, so, that's yeah, cool. It's, it's incredible. Cool. Nice. Yeah, it's the best form of advertising. Just be nice. Yeah, yeah, be a about jerk. it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, very cool. So, uh, if people want to stop by and check out the coffee shop, where where do they go, or how do they? Okay, touch? so our our physical address is four ten Church Street. North mm-hmm. in Concord, I think two eight zero two five is a zip code. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I would say the 
best uh, ways to track us right now, follow us, is on Instagram and okay. Facebook. And our uh, handles there are groundwork.common. Okay. Yep. Very cool. And we'll put links to uh, to that on our show notes. So Thank you. So you can, you can check them out there as well. Thank you. Very cool. Well, um, <clears throat> we play a game. We, we uh, call it 10 in 1. We're going to ask you 10 questions in, uh, and see if you can get it in under a minute. Would you be willing to try to play that game? Yeah, might as well. Might as well. <laughs> you ain't got nothing better to do, right? <laughs> we got you dialed in. All right, so uh, here we go. Uh, better with coffee, a cinnamon roll, a donut, or a biscuit? Cinnamon roll. Uh, groundwork or public work? Groundwork. Favorite uh, non-coffee drink? London Fog. Uh, the Varsity. Is it worth it in Atlanta? No, greasy. <laughs> if you have to choose Starbucks or Dunkin'. If Starbucks. You have to choose, uh, what's the perfect day not at the shop? Sunday. <laughs> what's uh, favorite uh, board or card game? Card. Uh, cream or sugar, yay or nay? No, neither. Uh, favorite Girl Scout cookie? Samoa. Wow. If, if we can still quick. say that. <laughs> All right, and everybody knows your spirit animal. What is your spirit food? This the food that you resonate most with. If you could be that food, what would you? Oh, be? That's a good one. <laughs> oh man, fried chicken probably. Ooh. Oh wow! Yeah. There you go. I like yeah. it. Good job, buddy. You got it under a minute. Fantastic. <laughs> what, what is a London fog? I've, I've never heard of that. I'm so out of. Uh, okay. I'm so out of tea culture, coffee culture now that I, yeah, I don't even know what that I'm is. I'm going to order it. and I don't even know what it is. Okay, so London fog is an Earl Grey tea and um, a milk. And then uh, a vanilla syrup, syrup, and you can do other things. Some people put lavender and such. Um, now, if you come by our shop, we do, uh, or I do personally, uh, a little bit of an extra treat with that. So we'll do the Earl Grey loose leaf tea. We'll do um, the vanilla syrup, which is made in-house, mm-hmm. if I may reiterate. Mm-hmm. And we do, uh, I'll, I'll throw in oat milk, okay? So we have an oatly uh, oat milk, which is absolutely phenomenal. It's it's blown up here. Everybody wants it. We sell out of it every time we get it within just a few days. So um, so now we have the oat milk, the vanilla, the Earl Grey tea. Mm-hmm. I throw in some of our uh, local honey that we got from our friend JB. And, um, Shout out. And, and it, it is one of the most amazing steamed milk. It's okay. one of the most amazing drinks you'll ever – that's not coffee. And uh, – it, it, it'll get you. It'll get you. You'll be I'm, hooked. I'm going to get it tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to go get it. I'll see you at 6 a.m. No, I ain't getting it then. <laughs> Very cool. Well, dude, thank you so much, Gabriel, for thank coming you. in and, and hanging out with us. Uh, again, check them out. Um, coffee, or sorry, groundwork.common yep, on yep. on the Instagrams. And the Facebooks. And the Facebooks. Yep. And then uh, check them out at uh, five five twenty four ten four ten. Man, I was so not close. They're only op- they're only open twenty six hours a day, <laughs> yeah. so, and, and, but closed like Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. What are, what days are you closed? Yeah, it's Sunday, Sundays closed. Monday through Saturday. And now on Saturday we do not open until seven a.m. One hour Attaboy. extra. Okay, we got to sleep in a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, sleep yeah in. a little extra sleep. But Fantastic. I, I, I'm thinking you and Chick Fil A conspired together to. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get yeah. you get craving a London fog on a Sunday. With a Chick Fil A sandwich and mm. nope, hey buddy, <laughs> should have got it the night before. <laughs> Build the need. Fantastic. Well, thank you again for stopping in, and um, we'll have all your stuff on our show notes, and we'll stop on by. Thank you. Thanks thank a you lot, very man. much. Have a good one. So that's it. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, guys. And we'll uh, see you next week.